Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find those solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, do you always need to respond to that work colleague you absolutely despise? And how should you react if nobody turns up to your birthday party? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more silver service, you're more community service. <laughs> you've done that one. Have I? I think... Have you? Possibly. Uh, I don't know. It's what I just came up with. We're going over old ground. On the spot. Should we do the drinks? I'm going to do the de bonnet this time. You see, I can do it without making a noise. Do it next to the microphone. Okay, I'll put the lid back in. I can still do it without making a noise. Where's the fun in that? (laughs) Well, you know. Uh, I'll also do the gin, seeing as you're busy writing notes. Um, It's a lovely pen, this. Thank you. Can I keep it? Well, you... you mm. I'm joking. I mean, there was a pen in here last week that you've lost, so you'll probably lose that one, won't you? What make it? Sheffra? Yeah. Sheffra? Oh, Ben's got it in his room. Uh, I can't read it. What is that? Schaefer, I do like a good, good pen. It's got to be a good weight. Yeah. You, you want something weighty in your hand, don't you? Yeah. So you can feel correct. Um, Jordan, it was your birthday yesterday, so once again on this podcast, we're going to toast you. Jordan. Thank you. Yeah. Did you just drink to yourself? Well, you toasted to me. Did we... Oh, yeah, you've taught me this before. Fine, do it again. Jordan. You don't toast to yourself because it's considered arrogant. You just acknowledge, but don't drink. Then if we were standing, you could then sit back down. Then you can take your sip of your drink. Okay. Sorry. For those that need a reminder. Sorry for my arrogance. It's a, it's a pleasure. Have you changed? Um... Yeah, it's my birthday yesterday. So, did you have a nice day? Yeah. What did you do? Did you have a cake? Uh, yeah, Colin Caterpillar. Colin Caterpillar. Yeah, loads of Colin Caterpillar. 
Did you? Best cake, bar none. You take me to any fancy cake shop, any artisan cake shop, and it will never be as good as a Colin Caterpillar cake. Is there a particular part of Colin that you enjoy most? His face and his little feet. Yeah. Is that because that's basically just chocolate? Well, no, that's like pure icing. But they do little mini Collins now. Okay. Um, and I've had the other ones, Cuthbert and what have you. But Colin, Hang on, what's Cuthbert? That's Aldi's one. Oh, right. Okay. And then there's, I think, has to do Sid or something like that. They're all fine. But for me, it's Colin because it, I think it's more, um, what's the word? Memory. Um, Alliterative. No, because I'm. It's nostalgic. Nostalgic. It's okay. more nostalgic because I used to get one at. When I was younger. Oh, that's nice. Best cake bar, now they do little mini Collins. Now you can buy just the face bits as well. Gosh, well, it's, it's spoiled for choice, aren't you? Yeah. Really and did yeah. you go out for dinner at all? Yeah, did went you... for went for dinner. Yeah, it was nice. Because previously, a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, you came. Out, I did your thirtieth birthday, didn't I? Yeah, well, that I thought. Did I ever tell you this? I think you might have done. I thought it was going to be a big surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> it was just you and Mikey. Leanne and Tom. And Leanne and Tom. Yeah. Which was a great night. Yeah, we had a lovely time. Yeah. I gave you the high heels. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. when I had the high yeah, heels that was, on. That's going back to that. So, yeah. It's, but I've got to say, feet 27 is not much difference. 20. <laughs> oh, we stopped that years ago. <laughs> 32, bloody hell. 32. Uh, Gosh, not long now. It was 27, 26 when we started this podcast. <sighs> 28. Who knows? This is the depressing thing. Ben, how old are you? Ben is, is 28. My younger brother's older than you. Wow. Yeah, that makes me feel old. Wow. That's... Yeah, yeah actually, hang on. I think my younger brother's older than you. How old's... Um... James. James. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> it's been a long day. How old's James? James is 29. Oh, same age as I'm with Dominic. Oh, OK. Yeah. Your Dominic, not my Dominic. My... Well, that's nice. Yeah, your Dominic. Our Dominic. Well, it's not It's not my Dominic, it's your Dominic. Yeah, but I wouldn't say my Dominic. Well, you'd say my if it was your partner. Right, but... Our yeah. Dominic. Our, uh, but he's not my Dominic. Don't mess so with... it's not our Dominic. Don't mess with a system up north that's been around for hundreds of years. We've talked about this before. Right. Like, it would be weird. Your Dominic. Yeah. Our Dominic. But it's not ours. Yeah, but if I was I know, talking no, about my, my brother, I'd call him our Dominic. I wouldn't say my Dominic or your Dominic. I'd say your Dominic if he was your brother. I don't know. Well, I do know a couple of people called Dominic, but I'd, he's not. I wouldn't call them my Dominic. It's because it, just don't mess with that system. Dominic North. Yeah, we'll call them that. Okay. So it was your birthday. It was also. Cupid's birthday. Well, not Cupid's birthday, but Cupid's Day. Valentine's your Day. Your birthday is on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. What, what? What's your thoughts and opinions on Valentine's Day? We don't really do much for it. We don't do cards. Do you not? We might give each other a little cuddle, but that's sort of about it. Ben, did you get a Valentine's card? Oh. Did you? What did it say? Like Ralph off... <laughs> Hi, <laughs> like Ralph off um, Simpsons. I choo choo choose you. Do you remember that episode? Roses are red, violets are blue. Get into the bedroom. <laughs> I want a bit of you. <laughs> Roses are red. <laughs> violets, violets are blue. blue. Get into the bedroom and stroke my hair. My name's producer Ben. And I want to have you. I want to have deep and meaningful conversations oh, about God. the meaning of life. <laughs> We're horrible too. But do you know... I, 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 are you a one for Valentine's Day? I... It, <laughs> 
I think it's nice to get a card and, and receive a card. Don't go mad and spend like loads Do you of buy, money. Some people buy Valentine's... I find this a bit weird. Some people buy Valentine's Day cards for their parents. I know a girl that used to work with and her dad sent her a Valentine's card. Yeah, I mean, and that is wrong on was, every level. And she was, a, she was like, is this really sad? I was like, no, it's cute. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. Mm. But she's now with someone, thank God. Or do Valentine's Day cards for your pets. Also a little bit weird. Did you get Diego a Valentine's Day card? Did Diego get you, you a Valentine's a, Day a card? Little paw print <laughs> Did you get birthday cards off Diego? Are you one of those people that put Diego when you sign cards for friends? Do you actually put Ben, Cat and Diego? That is so sad. <laughs> he does. Yeah, I, I think Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's weird having a birthday on Valentine's Day. Is it? I mean, you're probably used to it now. Yeah. It's just all restaurants are booked up. Everyone's out being romantic. Mm. But it's not wrong with that. I mean, it's fine to each their own. Yeah. I just feel that you should be romantic every day of the week. Or you, you don't need to have a specified day to tell you to be romantic. I was going to have a birthday party. I've never really had a proper birthday party as an adult. And you had a luxury candlelight supper for your thirtieth. That was a supper. That was a dinner party. I've never had like all my friends together because I always, I always, I always say, yeah, I'll, I'll book a room out in a pub and we'll get everyone together from work. Is it because you compartmentalise with your yeah. friends? Yes. And then I always talk myself out on, but it's like I can't bother with the stress. What if nobody turns up? There's only like six people there. Oh bless! So I don't think there would be six people. I've there. never, never had a birthday party. But at least eight. It would yeah. be fine. I did my thirtieth at Sky Garden, didn't I? Yeah. You remember that? You bought me that awful hamper. Yeah. Sorry, that lovely hamper. That Frey Bentos pile still being date if you not <laughs> at it. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid it's gone. We ate it. So what did you do with all that stuff? It went to a good cause. You used the loop though, didn't you? <laughs> but yeah, thank you. I had a had a great birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Got a couple of wedding questions for you. Okay, in. about any particular wedding? Just your wedding that's uh, September. Can yes. I give out the date? No. Okay, am I not allowed to say the date? No. Have you decided, you're not having best men or bridesmaids or anything like that, are you? Jordan, I thought at this moment I would ask you, will you be chief bridesmaid? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me then. Well, it's funny you say that because... Right. Are you? Unlikely. Have you not decided yet? What are your thoughts on this? I've seen this online recently. Mm. I've seen an article about best man's speech. Now, apparently everybody laughed, including the bride. But the afterwards, the groom went up to the best man and they had a big argument at the wedding. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, he put this guy, I read it in a paper. I was recently at the best, best man at my friend's second wedding. I was also the best man at his first. I saw this joke on that. And made made me laugh, so I stole it for my opening speech, and basically they've had a big argument for it. He said the best man at the start of the speech. Right, well, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Which got more than a few laughs, especially from the bride, apparently, who seemed to find it hilarious. Oh, I don't think that's that bad. Well, they do say never mention exes, but welcome back, everyone. Yeah, I mean, if it was basically an identical... Well, it won't be an identical, because you've got the bride's guest list that, that are there. I d- um. I can see. I can see. I mean, it depends. Every relationship is different. Uh, and if it ended badly, then maybe I wouldn't have uh, mentioned that. No. No. I don't think that's terrible. Terrible. I did the other night. I was literally was awake at night because suddenly, in the, in lying there in bed, I suddenly started to think about my own speech. Are you doing a speech? I will be doing a speech. Yes. Is your mum or dad doing a speech? Uh, my father might say something. 
my kids side of the family. My, my mother, I mean, she'll be lost cause by that point oh, of yeah, the day. Good. She'll be on the floor. Freaking, yeah. yeah. Head on table. Yeah. So um, so my father might sober himself up to say something. Well, Mikey's side saying anything. I don't know. Oh. They're, they're allowed to. We're, we're sort of, you, know, you can cl- make your own rules up, you can't. Ex- yeah. <laughs> that sounded really. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That sounded really. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. You, your lot can make your own rules up. Oh my God, sorry. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> what? Did that sound bad? I knew you didn't mean it, Bear, but it's very funny. <laughs> I didn't mean you, Your sort can make your own rules up. I mean, it's not a proper marriage, even, no, is I it? I never said that. I don't. I never said that. It's a proper marriage. Love is love. Exactly. Sorry, that came out wrong. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. No, I know you don't mean it like that. Don't worry. Yeah, you can do what you want. Classically, there are three speeches. You normally start with the... Uh, Father of the bride. Yeah. Then you would go to the groom, and then you would go to the best man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with a with the same sex wedding, you can you can do what you like. There obviously isn't a father of the bride. It's just father of groom, groom. But there are two grooms, so we're sort of we're not following that. There have to be three speeches. There don't have to be any speeches, as far as I'm concerned. But I think my father will say just a couple of words, and I will. I'll probably do the longest speech. But okay. as we're not having a best man then there's no sort of best man speech. You say traditionally, I went to uh, my friend's wedding, Katie's, and mm-hmm. they threw all traditions out the window, and it was great. Uh, she got up and was like, I'm going to do a speech. I don't know why it should only be the men that speak. Well, it doesn't have to be. I, th- I think then, that one's way gone. And then her sister did a speech as well. Okay. And a father and the groom. So it's like, why shouldn't the bride speak at a wedding? Yeah, I think with any with any speech at weddings, keep them short but sweet. Ten minutes, absolute max. Although if it is you, if it is your wedding, if you're the bride or the groom or the groom or the, you know whatever, you have the longest. Mm. But the other speech, because it is your day, but the other speech is short. Yeah. Oh, it's a stress. Best man speech. Never. But you, I mean, you've been best man a couple of times for a few people, and but yet you, you again. I mean, I'm not surprised because I know what you're like when we do tours and you get <sighs> panicky about talking to people. But yet you are a very good speaker. Oh, I don't know. Oh, God, he's making me nervous thinking about it. And that's the thing, because everyone goes, oh, you're on radio, this will be funny. It's like, no, it's not. I'm not very good at speaking. It'll only people. be good if it's 35 seconds and no more. Are you saying I... <laughs> little radio in-joke there. Speak longer than 35 seconds. You do, yeah, it's about 40. By the way, how's your sous vide? My sous vide is good. Have the you va- used it since? Yes, the va- you remember the vacuum sealer broke? Yeah. I got sent another one. The company were very good, replaced it. So now we're back to sous vide Is that the best thing about you going to Chicago, finding out what a sous vide is? I think it probably, other than seeing our friends James and George and enjoying being away and out of the country, the sous vide was a particular highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cold in Chicago, wasn't it? Absolutely freezing. Minus nine, did you Minus say? nine Jeez. on the first. It, by the time we left, it was plus nine, so it was quite a, oh, quite a swing. Um, but the first day... We were. We decided we would walk from our hotel into the centre of Chicago, to Michigan Avenue. In that weather. In minus nine. And it was so cold. You know things expand when you're in cold. Mm. I had a, obviously I had a scarf on, cashmere. And it got so tight. My neck got so big and so tight. I genuinely felt like I was being strangled. It was so unpleasant. So I whipped the scarf off, stood in a doorway. And, and apparently, I mean, this doesn't sound like me. But I said to Mikey, if you don't put us in an Uber to a Ritz-Carlton now, I am not going any further. (laughs) 
Were you staying in the Ritz Carlton? No, we were just that. I knew that was sort of a hotel near where we were going because I'd been to Chicago a few times before, and so I wanted to go and have a coffee. I would hate that sort because I'm not very good in the cold. But mine, like at the moment, is cold. But minus nine is horrifically cold. You can feel it everywhere. It's awful. Even if you've got your biggest of big coats on, it's still cold, isn't it? Oh, and I had thermals on. I had thick jumpers. I mean, I had everything: gloves, really, hoods. And you can still feel it. Our neighbour and lovely Tom were, were in Mexico, in like you know 25 degrees. So at the same time, that's only down road, isn't it? Makes no, it's a little bit further away than Chicago. I mean, it's the same side of the world, but yeah, it's, it's two-hour flight. Not a two-hour flight, no. Probably about a five-hour flight. Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we sent them a photo of us freezing to death in Chicago with "How's Mexico?" It was it was cold. Would you go back? Absolutely not in December. Or January or February. Because it's too cold. Because apparently January and February is worse. Oh, God, yeah. I can imagine. It's sort of minus 20 and snowy. Whereas there wasn't any snow for My us. My friend from uni lived in Chicago. The American drugstores are funny. Have you been into, like, CVS's or Duane Riardes, that sort of thing? No, no you haven't, because you haven't been to America. Can't you just go in and, like, pay for smack? I'm sorry? Smack? I don't know, like, the pretty... I mean, they're, they're, they're quite... They don't have the same requirements with sort of buying things over the counter that we do. Mm. But we're in we're in a CVS on Michigan Avenue, and I hear over the tannoy, customer service to the pain and sleep aisle. The pain and sleep aisle. So there's an actual aisle for pain and sleep. Pain and sleep. You'd love it. Yeah. I'm going to America. In, you are. In April. Yeah, New York, baby. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting yeah. to hear your stories. I know. Looking forward to it. Um, you'll have to go into the never been before there's a so I say so CVS is one of the like the boots equivalent in America but in New York there are CVS's but there's also a shop called Dwayne Reed but all the highly strung gays call it Dwayne Riade right okay so you have to call it Dwayne Riade I'll have to go with Dwayne no Dwayne Riade Dwayne have I told you I've got quite a few places booked this year no, other yeah. than New York, I didn't know. Uh, well, they say, and Spain, you went to Spain. Yeah, which was great, seeing mum and dad out there. Um, so you say 2022 is the year of travel, and I've, I've, for many years I still am scared of flying. Mm-hmm. But I, And you flying to all these destinations. Yeah, and obviously I'd, I'd, I said when I got out of the castle, I know I've said it a million times when I was an Amazon lab, if I can get in that coffin full of snakes, I can go and get on a plane and go to New York. I mean, that's... Yeah. And I always wanted to travel when I got back, but obviously because of the pandemic, so I'm doing it this year. So uh, I've got Mykonos booked. Mykonos? <laughs> what? Okay, yes. What? what what's wrong with Mykonos? <laughs> what? What? Fine, carry on. It looks nice. Yes. Yeah. You have a lovely time. Well, have you been? No. What's wrong no with No surprise. <laughs> what? It's the gay capital of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it? laughs> Is it actually? Is it actually? Are you staying at Rock House? I don't know. You are staying at Rock House. Is is it actually the gay capital? Yes. Oh. Well, it's one of them. Is it? Um, and in November... And when are you going to Mykonos? In summer. Summer. Okay. And um, in November, I'm um, going to Barbados. You're going to Barbados? Yeah. Lovely. Which bit of Barbados? Barbados, Barbados. Oh, God. 
I mean, that's like going, I'm going to Wales. But I've never, because I only ever travel if I have to. So it used to be just for a stag do. I've never mm. really been on many holidays. I okay. haven't. No. Um, so, and obviously I've got better with mum and dad moving out to Spain because I thought, well, I'm not going to see them. So I started for the first time ever last year, a year before I flew mm-hmm. out, got on a plane on my own. So yeah, well, 2022 well, is the year New York, Mykonos, Barbados. And then I'm going Ponting, Skegness, and oh, no, Butlin, Skegness. Got a gig there as well. Have you really? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you only have to ask. Yeah. Um, well, how lovely. I've got... I've got Tell I'm me going your holidays. Spain. Yeah. Uh, Monaco. When are you going to Monaco? March. Are you working? No. Who are you going I'm there? I'm Mikey, my, my fiancé. I'm taking <laughs> him... The bloody dust in here. Excuse me. Sorry, Gene Divas. I'm taking Mikey to the hotel that we stayed in because Mikey was quite jealous that he never stayed in that hotel. I bet he's never lived that down. For once, he was actually way... (laughs) 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 What? Yeah, I bet he's never lived that down, has he? No, he's never lived that down. Uh, So we're going to Monaco. We're going to Amsterdam. We're going to Paris. Never been to Paris. And then we probably won't go anywhere for a bit because that's all this side of April. That's quite a lot of places to go. And then, of course, we'll be going on honeymoon at some point. Oh, where's well, the honeymoon? Well, after the wedding. Japan. Well, t- Japan is, is on the list. Uh, or America. Or the Caribbean. Well, I can't wait to hear all about your holidays. Thank you. Lots to talk about. I come back from And me- we're going to Dublin, of course. Oh, yeah, we're going to Dublin. On yeah. tour, so that'll be a flight. I and, love Dublin. And Belfast. I want to go to Cork. I want to go to Cork. Yeah, apparently that's great. Very good. Was he? Oh. Lucky. Yes, I've heard this. Ben's just said to me in my ear that merchandise map of this podcast uh, has been to Cork. I'm gonna I'm gonna message him because I wanna know if he knows any good places. And apparently they drink beamish out out there, which is better. Beamish? Mm. And what well, looks like Guinness, does it? Mm. But we will say for hashtag Instagram ad reasons that Guinness has and always will be the best stout. Right. Particularly, there's zero alcohol. It is actually really good. I know, like, genuinely, it is really good. Shall we move on now to William's wacky hey! word of the week? There we cue, go. Cue the jingle. Come on, G and Divas, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's wacky word of the week. And the word of the day is, it's a 19th century word, thwanking. <laughs> the word is Thwanking. <laughs> and I'll tell you the definition after the break. Hello, G and Divas. I'm Jess Phillips, an MP and now for the first time a podcast host. I know that on Help I Sexted My Boss, you love writing letters to William and Jordan. So I think you'll love my new podcast that's all about writing letters. It's called Yours Sincerely. And in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. So with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy an episode of my podcast soon. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back, G&Evers. It's time for William's wacky word of the week. And the word of the day is thwankin. It's a 19th century word, and thanks to Susie Dent via Abby Stanley, one of our G&Evers, for sending this one in. And any guesses as to what it means? Is it masturbating with somebody with a lisp? <laughs> no. You with your braces. They've all caught me thwankin the other day. <laughs> no, it's describing clouds that are gathering in a thick and gloomy succession. Thwankin. Thwankin. You got that off Susie Dent? Yep. Fire Abbey. Thwankin. Thwankin. So there we go. Should we get on to the listeners' problems? Are you sure it means that? Well, that's what Abby slash Susie tells me. What would you say? Oh, sorry, I'm late. I was thwankin. No, you'd go, look at the clouds. They're thwankin. Clouds can have a nice time as well. I love a good thwank. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Grow up, Jordan. This is from Anonymous. What's the difference between an egg and a wank? I don't know. You can beat an egg. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see in Gene Demons, but Ben's gone. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, firstly I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all of you. These last 18 months have been tough for many and I for one have really struggled with my mental health. I discovered your podcast during the first lockdown and on some of my darkest days just listening to you help turn those days around and put a smile on my face. I will be forever grateful. Now, on to my question. During That's lockdown, so sweet. Thank, thank you. you. Now, on to my question. During lockdown, I decided to sign up to a well-known dating app. After a few swipes, I found a match. We soon started sending messages and then eventually arranged to meet up for a drink, once allowed. I was excited and nervous about meeting him, and when he arrived, I was relieved to see he looked just like his photo. After the initial conversations and general talk, things then started getting awkward. 
he excused himself to go to the bathroom. At this point, I was starting to think he'd had enough and had decided to leave as he was away a long time. I was thinking, do I leave or stay, when he eventually returned. He got us both another drink and then conversation pretty much stopped. He spent the rest of the night on his phone. I desperately tried to get his attention again, but without success. I finished my drink and then made my excuses to leave. He didn't seem bothered at all that I was leaving. My question is, do I meet up with him again, give him the benefit of the doubt, and put the first date disaster down to nerves, or should I just forget him? What are your thoughts on mobile use when on a date? Keep up the good work, guys. Missed you on your recent tour, but looking forward to seeing you both on William's Stag Do. Yours faithfully, Anonymous. Okay. Um, tickets still available for William's Stag Do, our new live tour, by the way. Go to the mm-hmm. website, 65boss.com. Thank you. It's a tricky one because the first part of me is like, no, sack him off. He sounds like a right arsehole. Mm. Very rude. Don't go on your phone at any point during a date. Yeah. Second part of me is like, give him benefit of the doubt because how many people do you meet who say, oh, when I first met him, I thought he was an absolute arsehole. Mm. And they do. And they're like, we went on a date and it was a disaster. He was on his phone, I thought he was really rude, and then we went on a second date and we actually clicked. So if he's asked you on a second date, maybe it's how you're feeling, give him benefit of the doubt, but say, uh, will you not be on your phone as much this time? If he's asked you on a second date. Okay. Because he must like you if he's asked you on a second date. And yeah. You must, you must kind of like him a bit if... If you put the phone issue aside, how did you feel when mm. it was going well, when the conversation was going? With any, whether it's a date, a friend, or whatever, when they're constantly on the phone, it, again, it's distracting. If you have, Especially if you have arranged, you have said, meet me for coffee at 10am, or whatever, and they've agreed. If something big is going on, there's some drama, fine, of course. You know, the etiquette would be, if, if I, let's say you and I met for a coffee, mm-hmm. and something was kicking off, I have the courtesy to tell you, Jordan, in about half an hour, I'm going to have to take a really important call that I'm waiting for. Do you mind? And your answer would be... No, not at all. Exactly. But I've had the courtesy just to, to let you know. Yeah, but you don't take a call during a date. Come on, William. Well, if, it's a, very game, Im- so. if it's a very important work call, you might have to. But you, you still let them know. Uh, I'd, uh, if it's super important, I would say how you're feeling. Maybe give him benefit of the doubt and suggest that he doesn't go on his phone as much. And if he does go on his phone again during date number two... Uh-uh. Goodbye. Because he could be the one that got away, or he could also be a massive arse. Yeah. But maybe he's touching his phone because he's insecure. Hmm. And he feels nervous himself. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Let us know how you got got on, and then we'll Go for that second date, please. Uh, Let us know if you touched that phone. Yeah, we'll find out in our bonus episode. Thank you, Anonymous. This is from another Anonymous, dear William and Jordan. My fiance and I are currently planning our wedding and oh, have got. Did not put producer bed on there. No, they haven't. So we like this person. Oh no, I feel a bit bad now. My fiance and I are currently planning our wedding and have got to the dreaded seating plan for the oh, wedding breakfast. Here we go. Tell me about it. Our wedding is not exactly traditional. But Please fa- put me next to Sarah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We'd have such a good time. You'd just be both asleep on the table together, doing shots of vodka. <laughs> vodka. Our wedding is not exactly traditional, but far from quirky. We're not having a top table. All will be round eight-seaters. Do you know what? We decided with our wedding, looking at the guest list, if we had a top table, that's half the guest list. Why don't you have a top and bottom table? It'd be very fitting. That was my joke! (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were being... (laughs) 
You just take my joke and then just make it really obvious. <laughs> Sorry, was you going to do that? I thought you were going to go on, you do it. You deliver it better. Go on. We're not having a top table either. No. No. Half the guest list. Oh! Oh! Thank you. I'm with you. Mine was better. Yours was very good for your demographic. No, 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 no. Mine was better. I said you could have a top and a bottom table. Yes. Anyway. Or a verse table. And a verse table, yeah. Mm hmm. We are not having a top table, and we'll all be around eight seater tables. We have placed our parents, best man and partner, on our table. I do not have a maid of honour as avoiding the fallout of not wanting to have my sister as bridesmaid. As we've drafted other tables, however, my fiance and I have become increasingly jealous of the fun tables and realised how boring our table will be. This is... Every wedding has this. Every wedding has There's always two or three fun tables really. Like, I wish it was there. Go on. So my questions are, do we have to place our parents on our table? Where should we place them if not on our table? Should we tell them that they are not on our table and let them find out on the day when they can't argue it? Not having a seating plan is out of the question. Is it worth noting my parents are paying for half the wedding? So far, my fiancé's dad and partner haven't pledged anything. Many thanks, Anonymous. Well, this question's close to the bone. Um, so... You're the expert in these matters. I... It's your wedding. If you are... No, I assume that you are paying for the other half of the wedding, so you have an equal say to your parents who are paying for the other half. Um, Weddings are so stressful. Sisters and family and cousins. You could just have one big table. I mean, I don't know about your venue, or two big tables, and then you could technically be on the same table as your parents, but sort of not necessarily seated next to each other. How some couples do it is that, sort of, especially with divorced parents, perhaps, is that one set of parents hosts one table, the other set of parents host another table, another set of parents host another table, the bride and groom or the bride and bride, the groom and groom host another table, um, that sort of thing. So you could do it You could do it that way. Mm. But it's completely understandable. I think, you know, Mikey and I, we are conscious for our wedding that actually we, we could sit on basically any table because obviously it's that sort of unique example where you, you like everybody that's coming because it's your wedding. Um, now, as as the grooms, we're going to be moving around the room at points and talking to everybody. So we're regardless of where we are seated, sort of academic, yeah. because in between courses, you're going to go and talk to everybody. Just you say, go and say hello, don't you? Yeah, so you can have that. Is that good etiquette to do that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we will have a receiving line, so we will officially <coughs> greet everybody. And at a gay wedding, a receiving line is <laughs> <laughs> slightly different to a heterosexual wedding. But um, What's yeah. a receiving line? Like where you stand in a in a line and all the guests go past you and say hello and give you a hug, kiss, etc. Well, like a rugby tunnel. Well, to put it in your language, yes. So we'll have that. Okay, I but yeah, it's your. But I wouldn't tell them on the day. People, in terms of the wedding party, and by that I mean parents of of the couple getting married, um, they shouldn't find out on the day where they're seated. I think it's best to get all the drama out. All of the awkwardness is dealt with before. So actually on the day, there aren't any surprises for anyone that's in the wedding party and there's no sort of trying to avoid eye contact or talking about it. Mm, I think that's good advice there. Like, you'll, it doesn't matter where you're sitting or who's sitting with you, you'll get to see everyone. Um, yeah, exactly. Or, I don't mean to, like, piss on your parade. You could just go to a registry office, sack everyone off and have a Toby Carvery. There's always that. And if you decide to do that, I've got a voucher for Toby Carvery, so get back in touch. 
Which leads me on to my next question. Mm. Um, is Ben coming to the wedding? Yes, Ben uh, is invited uh, to the where wedding. Are we, where are we going to be sitting? Do we have plus ones? Yep. Both of us? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. So we have done a draft seating. Oh, event. here we go. Okay. However, we're going to throw it out and do it again. So oh. there's no point me telling you where you are because it might change. Go on, tell me. And it's months away. Tell me, because I know it might change, but subject to change, tell me. I think you were on a table with people that you know. Oh. Like, just fr- friends. I'm, I, that was how it was, but we might change it, so I, there's no point me telling you. Okay, no, that's good. Is there anyone you don't want to sit next to? Obviously, other than Ben, is there anyone that you don't want to sit next to? Uh, off the top of my head, you. You're definitely not on my table. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to sit next to Ben, actually. Really? I would. I wouldn't mind sitting. But like you said, it's going to change. Um, Stuart, come in. Yes? Uh, maybe not next to Stuart. No, I'm joking. Um, Daryl and Michaela come in. Yes. Oh, we always have a good laugh with them. You, but there are there are enough people coming that I think who are, that there are so many options for where I can put you. Lucas, come in. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyone? You know me. I'll speak to anyone. Maybe for a laugh, put me in with some of your family. Hmm. It's an option, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's it good, is good, good content. It'd be good content for the podcast. Mm. Well, I'll t- I will tell you where you're seated, but much nearer the time. What do you mean? Well, once I've done the seating plan. Oh, OK. Because also, the seating plan that we have done is based on, let's pretend that absolutely everybody on our guest list is coming. Everyone we- will come. We're all... Oh, oh can, can I, can I, please, please, please put me on with James and Chelsea. <laughs> please, 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 please. Why? I love James and Chelsea. I love all my f- our friends, but... Particularly James and Chelsea. P- particularly James and Chelsea. Uh, okay. Oh, please. Please, 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 please. Oh, it's such a faff, this wedding malarkey, isn't it? I don't know. Well, it is when all the guests start putting in requests as to who no, they no, want no, to sit no. next joking. to. No, 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 I'm I'm actually joking. You, I'll, you know, I'll find James wherever he is and we'll probably end up getting drunk together. Exactly. Oh, James isn't coming, actually. What? No, he's got, he's double booked. He's got a wedding himself. So actually, is James isn't coming, so you can't sit next to him. Oh, what a cop-out. Sorry. Oh, there's no point in me coming now, then. Oh, you're, you're probably on tipping point that day anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Only one I've not done. <laughs> yeah. Dear William and Jordan, my brother and I are very close and have the usual sibling relationship slash banter uh, of always discussing who is the favourite, which Natalie says is him. Who is better looking? Natalie says is her. Who is more intelligent? Natalie also says is her. And who was the accident? Natalie says her brother. My problem is my brother recently became a vegan. Now, I have no issues with vegans, let me be clear, but he is a preaching vegan. He went from eating animals to eating grass overnight and needs to let you know about it. Every sentence starts with, well, as a vegan, I voted for this person, or as a vegan, I like the sunrise. As a vegan, I watch documentaries about being vegan. You get my drift. How can I politely tell him I don't care? I'm glad he's doing his bit for the world, as we all should be, but he doesn't need to let me know about it every single day. I just want to eat my dairy-filled chocolate and dairy-loaded coffee in peace. Kind regards, Natalie. Are you saying peace? Possibly. <laughs> Which is what I am. Peace. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a myth that all vegans say they're vegans. Yeah, but Natalie's brother is saying that he's a vegan. Oh, just... if he's your, The thing is, and I've said this before, right? The thing is with siblings, is you can be so straight up and honest with your 
brothers and sisters and you can be with anyone else. If you're at work and someone's doing your editing, it's hard mm. to say, right? But if you're in the car with your brother and he's doing your editing, you can say to your brother, right, you're doing the edit now, shut up. Or you can say to your brother, mate, what's that shirt you've got on there? Why, why are you wearing that? Go on, go on, iron it. Like, you can do that with your brother and your sister. So just tell him straight. Yeah. If you can't be straight with your brother or your sister, then... Like, you can, they are, that's why siblings always fall out. That's my advice. Right, June Deeb is joining us at a part where we've just decided to cut something from the episode. And, it's been uh, a complete disaster. And Jack, who edits the episode, I've just got his name wrong. <laughs> if you, I'm sure... <laughs> we should we should call Jack Jump Cup Jack. <laughs> Shouldn't we? Jump Cut Jack. Cut it out Jack. Cut it out Jack. Yeah, or um, jump cut Jack. Snip it out, Jack. Because um, we've got names for everyone else on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with a name okay. for Jack. Okay, I think jump cut because a jump cut's a net type of edit, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, look at you, yeah. Mark Commode. So <laughs> 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 a media studies degree, guys. Yes, you gosh, finally it's in use. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve years later, it's paid for itself. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Jump cut, Jack. Um, yeah, I think, and Natalie, I would tell your brother very directly, away from other people, yep, we get it, you're a vegan, I'm really pleased. If you are happy, I am happy, but please, let's not go on about it. Yeah. That's what I would say. Is that the end of the episode? I think that's basically the end of the Christ episode. Christ yeah. alive. Remember, if you've got a question... No, that's the wrong one. Oh, shit, where's my script? Sorry, Gene Davis, it's been a disaster. So before we go, a gentle reminder that if you want to help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at Sexted My Boss. You can send or tweet us a message on Instagram at Sexted My Boss. Or you can write to me. I will send you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed paper. The address is on our website, sexedmyboss.com. Jordan and I will see you for our weekend release on Friday. After this, do you fancy going for a flank? <laughs> Thought you'd never ask. <laughs> 
Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.